Have you ever dreamed of going to Hollywood and making it big? We interview some of the unsung heroes behind the screens that make movies and television come to life. My name is Sarah, and my father is John, a professional Foley artist in the movie business for over 40 years. He's worked on over 500 films and is a 37-time nominated and 9-time MPSC winner for movies such as Inception, The Matrix, and The Dark Knight. We've made it our mission to inspire you to achieve your dreams. Welcome to the Right Scuff Podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Right Scuff Podcast with uh, Sarah and John. In fact, we have a special guest today, Foley artist Dominique Decaudet. I've known Dominique for some years and uh, always known her to be a wonderful person and obviously a great, talented, greatly talented Foley artist. And we're going to actually have her jump back in the time machine and go back to the beginning and have just basically her story of how she got where she is today. Uh, actually, I wanted to be a dancer. And uh, my mother wanted me to be a dancer. She wanted to be a dancer. And her parents never let her take dance class. And so she kind of lived her dream through me. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. And so at about when I was 11, that was it. I was, that's all I was going to do. I eat, sleep, dreamed, everything was dance. I didn't go to my prom. I didn't go out with friends. I didn't have a social life because I was dancing. I was taking classes. I was full-time. That was it. There was nothing else I was going to do. Now, is this something that you wanted to do, or is it just like your mom said you had to do it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. At, one, at a certain point, uh, you know, at first, I couldn't stand the tights. <laughs> I would like pretend I had a headache so that I didn't have to go to class. But and then it, something happened at around eleven, and something snapped, and that was it. That's all I was gonna do, and I was wow. gonna, you know, I was very focused on it, and right. um, that was that was it. Well, okay. So then, once you'd taken all these dance classes when you were eleven, et cetera, what what was the next step? What happened after that? Well, actually, um, I had auditioned for School of American Ballet, and they told my mother that I should go be a secretary because I wasn't going to be a dancer. Whoa. Ouch. Did your mother tell you that? She did not tell me that. She just told me what I needed to work on. She said, okay, you have to work on your feet. You have to work on your turnout. You have to, and, you know, she gave me all the notes of, as to what I needed to work on. And luckily, I was young enough that I could still mold my body. And I, and I work like a dog. I mean, I would lay uh, against a wall with my legs like in a Russian split, like le letting gravity, like while I was reading a book or something, what, you know, letting, molding, you know, opening up my hips and, you right. know. Um, so it was a lot of work and it was really hard, but it was also very gratifying because then all of a sudden, like I could do splits, I could kick up to my head, I could, you know, I could jump, do jump splits, all this, you know, so it gave me a sense of, I could do it, you know, of where it's like, oh, even though someone told you, you couldn't do it, even though I didn't really quite know that, but other people when you say you want to be in the entertainment entertainment industry, they're not always that supportive. You always get, 
oh, that's so hard. <laughs> that's a hard life. Yeah, you know, not, you know, the percentage of people that work all the time is low. And, you know, and I said, but you know what? If I don't try, I'll never know. Who knows? I mean, if I had made a point to say that if I was 25 and I wasn't successful, I would go back to college, I would go to school, I go to college, and I would do something else. But I gave myself till 25. That's fabulous. You actually gave yourself permission to like potentially fail. And then at 25, that if it didn't happen, then reset the clock, so to speak. But right. that's, a, that's a bold and brave thing to do. Good for you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I had a, a counselor at school who said, you know, there's a, what did they say? There's a broken heart for every light on Broadway. <laughs> and they so tried to discourage me. But by that point, my mind was set, and that was it. And at 19... I got hired by Bob Fosse, and I mean, what and, and a thrill where, that was. Right, and where was that? Um, for the show Bob Fosse's Dancing. Actually, here, this is funny. So I lived in New Jersey, and I was going to New York for auditions, and um, it was tough to get in because if you're non-union, it's hard to get in. But how do you get into the union? You have to get a job, but you have to be seen but they don't see you if you're non-union. The old catch-22, It's eh? a catch-22, yeah. So, um, so what happened was there was an audition in Chicago for Bob Fosse, the national tour of Bob Fosse's Dancing. And I called the theater and I said, if you see a non-union dancer, are you, first of all, you're going to see non-union dancers. Yes. If a non-union dancer was good enough, would you hire them? And they would be union. Yes, was the answer. So... I booked a flight to Chicago, and my father said, what's the matter? You can't get rejected enough in New York. Now you have to go to Chicago. No way. <laughs> oh, yep. But I don't know. I, I was like, I just have to go. And I have, I have a question, then mm -hmm. too. Did you have like this feeling inside? You're like, this is the right thing to do, or you just thought I'm just going to try it? Intuition. I just, uh, I think I felt like I had to do it. I had to give it a shot. I had to, I didn't know if I would get it or not, but I just had a feeling I have to give it a shot. Wow. And so I went and he was actually uh no, Gwen Verdon was what held the audition. Wow. And then I got called back and I had to go back to Chicago, Chicago like the next week for Mr. Fossey. Man, that's uh, that's, was that's dance royalty right there. Yeah, it was pretty pretty amazing. And the audition was like eight hours all day. Oh it was grueling, yeah. grueling. And then, uh, you know, we had to come up with our own routine. We had to do the routines they gave us. We had to sing. We had to do all this kind of, we had to tap. We had to do all kinds of stuff. And uh, I remember when I got the phone call and they said, you know, you know, you got it. And I screamed. I was like, no, I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, my God, really? Like, are you are you kidding? Is that really true? True. You know, and he's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm so excited. Fantastic. And, and how old are you then? I was 19. So so then what? So, by the way, I'm sorry. You said, was that a touring company? Or yeah, it was, it was just... a national tour. Okay, yeah. so you went from city to city, mm -hmm. right? One week in every city all across the United States. Wow. <laughs> it was very fun. I it was bet. very cool. And at 19, you saw the USA. 
Yeah. And you, in fact, you danced your way through the OSA. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> That's great. Wow. That's cool. Goodness. So what happened after that? So then, um, actually, uh, the next show I got was um, Pippin with Ben Vereen, which was my favorite show. I loved it because you got to play all different characters and you were dancing, you were singing, you were acting. There was, you know, all kinds of stuff to do. And um, we did a national tour of that. And uh, that's where I came to L.A. and we played the Pantages. And I remember when I came here, I was like, oh, my God, this is paradise. <laughs> Why am I not living here? You know, in New York, it's all cement. I, lo- I love New York for training because you're so focused, you know. Um, so the training was often, but I felt disconnected with the cement everywhere. And, you know, when I came mm. out here, the weather, I saw tr- there's trees, there's mountains, you go, you know, an hour this way, you're at the beach, an hour that way, you're at the mountains, ski. I mean, I was like, this is paradise. So, um, yeah, so I, well, no, then we did the national tour of that. Uh, Then I wound up doing other shows, other industrials and stuff. And then um, the last tour, national tour that I did was Can Can with Cheeto Rivera. Wow. And we also came out and played the Pantages. And that's when I said... I think I'm going to move out to California. Why am I living in New York? I got to come out here. Okay. And so I wound up auditioning for a show while I was out here, and I wound up getting it. It was a Disney MGM TV special, and it end, it was right after the tour ended. So I came out here. I knew zero, nobody. I knew nobody. L- literally no one. No one. And, one of and the how Rockettes. Old you? How old are you? Oh, gosh, I must have been around 27 by that point. And, and you said the Rockettes, so we'll let, make sure we weave that back into, you know, where you were. In other words, you were a Rockette. Right, for, for that tour. Okay. In, in uh, Can-Can. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, so I want to make sure the audience knows that that's, that's, uh, you, were, you were actually a, a New York Rockette. Yes. On the Radio yes. City Music Hall. Yes. Wow. So, so, so um, when we came out here... So I didn't know anybody. One of the Rockettes knew somebody uh, who needed a roommate. I didn't know who they were. And I said, okay, well, worst case scenario, if they're terrible, I'll go back home to Jersey or whatever, you know. So I wound up taking the apartment, and uh, we rehearsed here for like five weeks, I think. Then we went to Orlando to the new Disney MGM studios where we filmed. And we're there for like, I think, a week or two, and then came back here. And then I was like, you know, okay, well, I'm out here and we'll see how it goes. And I'm so glad I did because I, that was another thing like going to Chicago, like going to LA. Like I just felt like I needed to do it. Yeah. yeah. You followed your, followed your gut and I fo- you needed to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and of course, now this has you here in Los Angeles dancing. Mm-hmm. But now there's a, a bridge we have to get to, which would be Foley. Mm-hmm. So I was looking through the trades backstage, and I had taken a voiceover class, and I learned the word Foley. And, it, you know, just as one of the things I learned in there, okay? And then, um, so I'm looking through backstage, and it says matching sound to film for one of the, you know, auditions or something. I said, that sounds like that Foley thing. <laughs> 
I said, okay. So I sent over my resume and uh, the girl called me and she knew um, some of the choreographers I had worked with on my resume and she called me in for basically an audition. They put up an old movie. I had to do the footsteps at the same time as the actor. And then I had to like put down a glass at the same time as the, uh, you know, they did on screen. And I wound up getting the job. And, uh, th- and where was that job? Uh, it was a small sound stage in Burbank called Soundtracks. It was uh, Jeremy Honak's Hon- place. Jeremy Honak, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, it, you know, I didn't really think it, I thought it was going to kind of be a, a money job, like just, you know, on the side. And, uh, well, actually, well, when I came out here, I took two years off and I did uh, acting classes. I did Meisner technique and I loved it. And then I did a couple auditions. It was very different in LA than New York. In New York, I would go to five auditions a day. Five a day, no, no problem. In LA, as an actress, going to even one audition, it, it's rare. Like I, I wasn't getting that many auditions. So I actually got one I got called back for the producer, and I was so nervous. I was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It was terrible. I was like, oh, my gosh. So anyway, I started getting hired more and more for Foley, and I thought it was so cool, and I really loved it. And I thought, okay, well, I guess this is the direction I'm supposed to go. And I kind of followed it, and the acting kind of fell by the wayside. And uh, I was doing Foley. And of course, as we know, you as a Foley artist indeed are an actor. So it's interesting how that kind of has come around. Yeah. I think that's why I like it so much, you know, because you get to, you know, use your emotion, you know, when the actor smacks someone, you get to really smack them, you know. (laughs) Let's just say, when you started doing Foley full-time at Soundtracks, uh, what year was that? Do you remember? About. 1994-ish, okay. maybe? Okay, Somewhere so you've been in there. the business over 20 years. I know, I can't believe it. And you still look, <laughs> you still look young, God bless. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, let's see, let's talk about your body of work then, and let's talk about a couple of different things. Is there a favorite film that you worked on that just, for whatever reason that might be, or a favorite story of a film you worked on? Um, my favorite film, I think, has to be Devil's Advocate with Al Pacino because it just was it was cool I mean you know and and doing Al Pacino's footsteps (laughs) I mean (laughs) that's great it was very fun it was very cool um I and there was something about just it was so you got to do really fun different things I think there was some sort of flesh crackling and stuff and so it just was really fun it was just really fun was there one in particular that was really difficult to work on? You went, wow, gosh, I'm glad I made it through that. And, you know, you know that type of thing. No, I don't think so. Well, that's good. No, I think it, 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 uh, everything's, you know, been fun. And um, okay. yeah, I think fi- it, the thing that would be hard is on my body. It's physically hard on my body. Okay. Well, and that's actually my next question then. When you started versus today, what one thing if there was is one thing is difficult 
uh, about doing Foley? Mm -hmm. About doing Foley. I would say it's uh, fit on the on the body. Okay. I, I physicality. The physicality. Mm -hmm. It's just being you know uh, stomping on your feet, running, and you know, um, it's 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 hard on for me. I guess I'm getting it in my spine. Um, I have a herniated disc now I, in my yeah, lower yeah. back. <laughs> so a chiropractor is your best friend. Well, actually, I started going to physical therapy and yoga. Mm. There's a melt class. I never heard, you use bolsters and balls and oh my gosh, it is so cool. And I cannot tell you, I was afraid I would need surgery and I am thinking now I'm not going to. I can't believe how much better I feel uh, and these are, and I thought, oh, you know, I was a dancer. I know my body. I know what exercises to do. I know how to stretch. And, oh, no, they've come up with all these new things with all these gadgets and rubber, you know, stretchy things that things. stretchy yeah. things. Yeah. And <laughs> it's really, you know, it's like, oh. So, so when you're doing the stretchy thing, are you thinking, oh, this might be a good sound for a film? <laughs> <laughs> And Dominique, looking over your IMDb, I see a, a, a television show, which I don't think many people have seen, uh, Breaking Bad. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about your experience on that and who you work with and what that was like? That was so cool. That was so much fun. I could, Actually, I couldn't wait every week to get to work so that I could see what would happen next. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you saw it before everybody else. Yes, and then I couldn't tell anybody. And I couldn't, oh my gosh, like near, you know, the end where it's like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't tell you what happened. <laughs> it was really great. Um, and it was such a fun show to work on because there were so many different things. I mean, there was gory stuff. There was, you know, an axe chopping up people, blood gushing and all that kind of stuff. But um, th they really loved Foley. So they actually used it, you know, right. so it really is so satisfying when you actually see it actually being used. It's like, oh, my gosh, that sounds really cool. And didn't they give you two days to do that? Uh, typically a, a 48 minute. Well, that's that's a television format, uh, network format uh, length show. You get a day. But how many days did you get? Was actually, it not only did we get two days, we got two 10 hour days. Wow. Versus two eight-hour days. Wow. Because there was so much, and they really wanted it good. They didn't want us to slam through it and just, you know, they wanted really good. So they wanted to give us the time to do it, which was great. Well, that makes sense to me because, you know, just the visual alone was amazing. You know, mm -hmm. and Vince, uh, his direct, <laughs> oh. amazing. Yeah, yeah. And uh. he really cared about it. And it was so, you know, it was so funny. Um, Aaron, who plays... Um, Jesse, Jesse Pinkman, mm -hmm. um, one time was doing ADR and he came onto the Foley stage when we were at uh, in Hollywood at Warner Brothers Hollywood mm -hmm. on the lot there, and um, he was so nice and he he was uh, <laughs> he was he was this is so cool oh my god you guys are so great this is so cool and I'm thinking oh my god you're talk saying that to me I think you're so cool you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he was so nice. He was, and then when we we got nominated for Emmys, we never won, but we we got nominated. I think four times. Four times. And AMC was so nice. First of all, they sent limos to pick us up to take us to the Emmys, which no one ever does. Nicely that. done, AMC. Uh, mm. WB. Everybody else can take a mm -hmm. lesson from that. Mm -hmm. And um, we were also invited to the after party 
for the actors Emmys. Wow. And we great. got to meet all the actors. Wow. Wow. And he, Aaron came up to us with his Emmy, you know, after he won. And he, and we talked to him and I brought Ashley with me, my daughter, and she got some great pictures with him. Oh my God. You know, like, yeah. So, he, you know, she's like, I said, okay, smile. And we took a picture and then she said, can we take a funny picture? And he goes, yeah, okay. Pretend like I just told you the funniest thing ever. And then they're like, ah, <laughs> 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 it's that's, a great picture. That's great. Oh well, I love the fact that you give enough time to do that, though. That's terrific. And of course, you worked with uh, Greg Barbanel. Greg Barbanel. Yep. 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 And, Who? And, and also, he was your consistent partner and vice versa throughout the entire series, right? Yes. Yes. Now that right there is, um, I'm not going to say unusual, but to some degree, it is. You know, to have a, the same team working because you're going to really get it down to where it's going to sound great. Right. And Stacy Michaels was the mixer. Fabulous mixer, absolutely. Stacy Michaels. Uh, we had Lucy Sestar first, mm -hmm. and then um, when we uh, we switched stages, we had Stacy. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, it, we knew we were working on something special. Right. I think we all knew we were working on something special. We all cared. We all, you know, really, um, it was important to all of us that we did a good job. And of course, I'm sorry that you didn't get an Emmy for that, which was, That's okay. the, the, it was brilliant, but you did win an Emmy once, did you not? No, we oh we won a golden reel. Yes, that, oh. sorry, that's what I meant to say. Right, golden right, reel, we won me. a golden reel. The one year, the one year I don't go was the year that I won. Well, I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> You're not doing that again. <laughs> well, no, I'm not going to go now from now on. <laughs> oh, that way you'll win. Yeah, maybe that's it. the, you know. It. That's a trick. Maybe I'm bad luck on myself. <laughs> what would you say to some young person starting out? A, let's say if they want to be a dancer or B, if they want to be a Foley artist. Is there anything in particular you would say to either of them, advice-wise? Well, I would say, one, to be, uh, follow your instinct and follow your guts. And really, don't be afraid to try. There's no such thing as failure. You just learn. It's either you're successful or you learn something. So, you know, if I hadn't made it by the time I was 25 as a dancer and I would have done something else, it wouldn't have been a failure. I would have tried something and I would have found out, oh, well, maybe I'm not so good at that. <laughs> and then I would have tried something else. And there's so many fun and exciting, interesting things to do in life. Don't get discouraged if it's, you know, um, don't let other people tell you it can't be done. But be realistic, mm. you know, yes. be, be realistic about uh, what you're going to do. No, um, you know, okay, well, I, I mean, I kind of did some research on Foley before I really committed to it as to oh you know how much money do they make and what do that da, da. i kind of knew what i was getting into i was like oh this is a good thing i'm gonna i'm gonna pursue this um so uh so that's really what you'd yeah, say it's and, just and just don't take the fear factor and throw it out in the garbage right and really follow your gut i'm just right trying to paraphrase what right. you just said and Figure out what you need to do to get there. Ah, that's key. Get the training. Don't just think it's going to happen. 
Oh, you mean like when the, the, you cook the Christmas turkey, it, the gravy just doesn't come? No, it doesn't. <laughs> um. oh well. All right, well, we asked this question of everybody, and uh, hopefully, you, hopefully you'll enjoy this. We're now going to jump in the time machine, mm-hmm. and we're going to take you back to um, whatever point when you were younger. Is there anything you would tell your younger self that you know now that you didn't know then? Wow. The not to be afraid and um, that there really aren't any mistakes. I pushed through, but I did it with stress. Ah. Okay, so I still did it, but it was with a, with a lot of fear. Hmm. Um, so I guess I would maybe tell myself that it's okay to wow. make mistakes. Don't worry so much about it. Um, just because it would be a little bit less stressful, you know, I'm like, I'm learning now, you know, oh, it's okay. You know, I mean, I'm driving the car, I get lost, oh God, what an idiot, you know, and it's like, no, mistakes are okay. Things happen like that, you know, it's okay. And I persevered through it anyway, but it would have probably been not so hard <laughs> if I had just <laughs> relaxed a little bit and said, you know, not so bad. It's okay. You know, you made that mistake. It's okay. Learn from it and, you know, keep going. Oh, that's great. Well, gosh, I mean, I, I, I guess I just want to say thank you for your time to come see us. And did, is there a shout out you want to give to anybody like uh, Ashley? Oh, sure. My daughter mm-hmm. who is uh, at CSUN. She wants to be an actress. Break a leg, Ashley. Uh, uh-huh. Not literally. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, she's finding the same thing of what people say, you know, when they say, you know, she says she wants to be an actress. They're like, oh, well, do you, you do have a backup plan, right? You have a backup plan. And she's like, I told her, I said, don't worry. That's their fear, you know. Good for you. Um, you know, so we'll see how she does. That'll, it'll be fun. She's very talented and uh, she's a strong personality so well if she's anything like you which i suspect she is she'll have no problem oh thank you so we want to say from sarah and myself thank you so much dominique for coming by today and i've had the fortune to work with dami on some projects and it's always been uh really really great because she cares uh she loves what she does and she just has a great imagination and that always would help me be a little better so can i thank you you for that and uh, we do get questions from time to time uh to our website so if some come along would you mind if we reach out to you and just say hey what about sure okay great and i just have to say one of my favorite things was when i first worked with you Uh (laughs) get ready to cut this (laughs) um which was amazing too i learned so much um, but there was a body fall, and you just turned to me, and she said, "Oh, you said, okay, ready to hit the deck." <laughs> and I was, and I was like, "Does he mean that for real?" Like, really? <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> you know, I, was, I was pulling your leg. Well, Dom, yes, thanks it was. so much for coming by. It's great. You have a wonderful day, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Right Scuff Podcast. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes. You can find us on YouTube or at the Right Scuff. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you in our next episode.